Welcome to the Bob Siegel Show podcast on the Cross Global Media Radio Network. Visit cgmradio.com slash bob to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. Welcome to the Bob Siegel Show, where, among other things, we really enjoy talking about the Bible. And I've often done shows on Bible archaeology. Well, there's been a recent discovery in Israel that corroborates the story of David and Goliath. Now, usually when I talk about archaeology, I talk about archaeology that corroborates the fantastic stories, the miraculous stories. There's evidence for the parting of the Red Sea and the destruction of Pharaoh's chariots. There's evidence for the real Mount Sinai, which is actually in Arabia, and it's blackened on the top as if there was a fire, and there are figurines of calves, the kinds of things that the Egyptians worship. The walls of Jericho were discovered, and it was discovered that the walls fell in an unusual way. That's usually the kind of archaeology that sounds really exciting. You might be thinking, okay, so David killed somebody with a slingshot. That's not like parting the Red Sea, Bob. I realize the slingshot sounds anticlimactic. However, skeptics offer all kinds of doubts regarding the biblical narratives. They don't want you to believe that any of it even happened. There's some that claim the Jews don't even have any ancient claim to the homeland, and yet King David's name has been found on basalt. There are customs from the time of Abraham that people tried to say were impossible and didn't happen in that era, but they confirm everything from the agriculture to the kinds of animals domesticated to the building material. So it's all significant, and in the case of slingshots, there are some who doubt that that was any kind of standard military usage. They would acknowledge that slingshots existed, but they would view it more as some kind of toy for a youth. The idea that some military commander such as King Saul would have allowed David to go into battle without the standard armor, only armed with a slingshot, that was very doubtful to them. And of course, in the biblical narrative, we see that King Saul wanted David to take more armor, and David refused it. I'll talk about that in more detail in a few minutes. But for now, the fact that slingshots were used in battle is being confirmed by archaeology. I'm reading to you from ChristianAnswers.net. At one excavation site in Israel, 10 miles north of Jerusalem, slingstones have been found in almost every area of the dig. Interestingly, the site is located in the territory given to the tribe of Benjamin. Now, Benjamin and Judah were very close to each other. David was from the tribe of Judah. Let me continue reading. This tribe was known for an elite core of slingers, Judges 20 and 1 Chronicles 12, many of whom were left-handed slingers. 700 of them could each, quote-unquote, sling a stone at a hair and not miss. Now, what they discovered dates within the Bronze Age. That was about 2000 BC to 700 BC. David lived about 1,000 years before Christ, so it's right in his time. This is an area that would today be called the West Bank, but it was actually the tribe of Benjamin originally. The article continues, not naturally rounded they all have evidence of being shaped by man. These stones don't talk, but they do tell tales about the people who once lived there. According to archaeologist Dr. Bryant Woods, associate for biblical research, after three seasons of excavation, we have found nearly three dozen sling stones. Most are roughly round and slightly over two inches in diameter, from the size of a billiard ball to a tennis ball. So this is very interesting. Slingshots were used as I mentioned a moment ago, though, they did try to tell David to go in with the full armor. And that says something about our relationship with God that we 
we don't always catch. Let me read a little portion of this to you. I'm reading from the book of 1 Samuel. Then Saul dressed David in his own tunic. He put a coat of armor on him and a bronze helmet on his head. David fastened on his sword over the tunic and tried walking around because he was not used to them. I cannot go in these, he said to Saul, because I am not used to them. So he took them off. Then he took his staff in his hand, chose five smooth stones from the stream, put them in the pouch of his shepherd's bag, and with his sling in his hand, approached the Philistine. Well, you know how the rest of the story goes. Reaching into his bag and taking out a stone, he slung it and struck the Philistine on the forehead. The stone sank into his forehead and he fell face down on the ground. Now, in this case, obviously, David wasn't using a stone that was mass produced, but the idea of using a sling was there and he must have had the sling part with him already, but he went and he chose the stone. He did mention that as a shepherd, he often went out after animals that were endangering the sheep. He may have run out of stones. What I find interesting is that David found the armor encumbering. It was almost like the movie Star Wars, where they say, hey, Luke, you turned off your target computer. That's because Luke wanted to trust in the force. Well, there is no force, but there is a God. David viewed his armor as God. So often in life, we try to do things on our own. And yes, God gave us a brain, but we don't utilize God's help as much as we can. This has to do with major conflict, with asking God to get us through trials. There have been times I've had issues that I went to work out myself, but God went ahead of me. And when I arrived, everything was all straightened out because of God. Even in simple things, I lose something. I'm walking out the door and I can't find my car keys. I'll search for 10 minutes. Suddenly I remember to pray and within seconds I find it. Now, does that happen every time? No, not every time, but often enough that I have learned from this story of David, what kind of armor are you trusting in? Your own plans, your own anxieties and worries, your own way of doing things, put it aside. Put your armor aside. Put your trust in God. This is Bob Siegel making the obvious obvious.